This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Ying.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Hey, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio thanking you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules to tune in to another fantastic weekly episode of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Another shout-out of wholehearted gratitude to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald's corporate sponsors, Helton Honda, Forever, and AHA That. Your reviews, clicks, shares, downloads, feedback, and testimonials are always appreciated. Lisa's purpose and mission is to uplift you to fearless and to live more. To appear as a prospective guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald or to connect with Lisa regarding her suite of products and services, you can reach Lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. So for now, hey, our fearless friends, here's Lisa Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Hey, friends, I want to thank you very much for joining me, rejoining me again on this lovely Friday morning. My name is Lisa McDonald, host of Living Fearlessly, and I am once again joined by a phenomenal guest. Super impressed by this particular guest, one, because he's only 15 years of age, and you will come to realize how quickly, as I am, what a firecracker this person is. So who is my guest of today? Well, my guest is Miller Browning. Miller's message, quite simple yet profound, do work that matters to honor the heroes in our everyday lives. Miller Browning is 15 years old. He came up with the motto, do work that matters, when he was only 11 years old. Miller was inspired by the hard work he saw his great-grandfather Miller and his great-uncle Eddie had put into their farm. Miller loved visiting them and helping out and wanted to do something to honor their dedication, patience, and hard work. Miller's great-grandfather has since passed, but the farm itself remains one of Miller's favorite of places. The message which Miller holds as important is the reminder that working hard to help others is important. Do work that matters is Miller's way of honoring people that work hard to benefit the lives of others. The heroes, next door farmers, military, firefighters, police, EMS, and the list continues. Miller owns the trademark to the phrase, do work that matters. He is an official licensee of the U.S. Air Force and U.S. Coast Guard. He currently has shirts in four boutiques and in one salon. Locations include Colorado, Virginia, and North Carolina. Miller only turned 15 as of this past December 2nd. He also races motocross. Miller, Happy New Year, and welcome to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. How are you, my friend? I'm great. How are you? I'm I'm really excited. Uh, this has been in the works for a little time yet, and I just want to say, uh, for people who follow the show, they would know that you're my second youngest guest ever to be showcased in the four years of my doing this. And the fact that people of your age, uh, you know, and I don't want to lock down age specifically, but it really speaks to the testament of, you know, younger generation really getting behind the awakening of the conscious spirit, you know, people going, okay, there's more to life uh, than in your, uh, you know, if we focus on your age, than playing video games or, you know, playing with kids on the street, all of which is important, play super important. But you have a bit of an old soul, Miller, in the fact that you look at things a little bit more substantially than people your age. You look at things a little bit more in-depthly and introspectively. And I think 
I also, as a parent, want to plug out to your parents. They've done a super phenomenal job in raising you and bringing you up with your core value system. So, you know, we cleared, we clearly uh, described this in the intro, who your mentors were, your tangible mentors, your uh, great-grandfather and your uncle. Um, why don't you elaborate a little bit about that? What was it specifically about the work ethic and working on a farm specifically that spoke to you and you thought, wow, these are really hardworking individuals, regardless of the fact that I'm related to them? What, what was the message in all of that for you? Well, obviously, day in, day out, they were working from sunrise to sunset, and they just put, I mean, their whole life into farming. And we obviously wouldn't have food without farmers. And I really wanted to just show how much um, I believed in them and how much I looked up to them with the shirt. And I thought, you know, there's so many other occupations that are the unsung heroes, you know, the people that don't get the recognition they deserve. I just didn't feel like, you know, farmers, they don't get the recognition they deserve. So wanted to make a shirt for them and then um, I took it to a whole nother level spreading out to different occupations and it's just turned into a really big thing for me. Beautiful beautiful and so was your great-grandfather alive at the time of you being 11 years old and this all coming to fruition for you? No ma'am he was not. Okay but do you believe he's with you in spirit and is very clear on what it is that you're doing and what you're endeavoring to do to make impact with other people? Yes most definitely. Fantastic. And so let's talk about the farm. In proximity to you, how often do you get to go there geographically? Is it close? It's about three and a half hours away. We go up um, special occasions like Thanksgiving. Sometimes uh, we'll go up for like Easter and stuff. It's really, uh, we go up and stay with my grandma, my mom's side. And mm -hmm. we, I love to visit. It's one of my favorite places to be. The farm's really close to my grandma's house. And my great-grandma is still alive, so she lives on the farm, so I get to go visit her, and she really puts the hammer on me to get me working and stuff. And <laughs> she's, she's always got some tasks for me. It's, it's fun. And then I get to work with my Uncle Eddie, working on the combine, or just running around doing different things. It's always a blast, and I love it. Fantastic. And so what is it that the farm, what are the crops specifically? What, what's uh, being grown? Corn. Hey, uh, wheat, soybeans, he's got a big pumpkin pack sometimes. There's a lot of sheep on the farm. They're not wool sheep anymore. He uh, he just changed away from wool sheep. Mm -hmm. I don't okay. know the exact acreage, but it's it's a lot of acres. And do you, I mean, you're obviously a very introspective person. And obviously when you would go to the farm, you would be reminded of many a memory that you shared with your great-grandfather, Miller. Um, you know, do you write, you know, do you, do you write when you're on the farm? Do you get a little bit of your envisioning for what you want to do to expand upon the trademark, expand upon the uh, t-shirts and other platforms and vehicles you can use to impart your message? Um, we take a lot of pictures on the farm. Um, mm -hmm. I, I don't usually write on the farm, but it definitely sparks a lot of, uh, imagination and things where something could go. Amazing. Well, I know that I've got a t-shirt on the way and I'm super excited and grateful for that. That certainly wasn't necessary, but I can't wait for that to arrive in my mailbox. So I want to say thank you to your, you and your family for thinking of me uh, in that regard. And I want to hear a little bit more about the t-shirts and where people can find your t-shirts, where people can order your t-shirts. So doworkthatmatters.us is our website. You look that up, it'll take you to it. We have all our t-shirts. We have um, 
bunch of t-shirts. I have a new sweatshirt I just came out with. We have Animal Rescue, all the armed services. We have Coast Guard that we have the official licensee for. We just got the official licensee for Air Force Two. Um, we obviously have police, EMS. We have um, the, um, sorry, the hats. That's okay. We just came out with mugs and mm -hmm. little like, coffee mugs and stuff. For, and we're trying to expand. People want us to do more, but we can only do so much. Like we just came out with linemen and people want us to like truck drivers and stuff. But I can only go so far at so many I times. I get it. You've only got so much bandwidth, right? But obviously that's indicative of your growth and your momentum. When you know that something is really taking off, it's, you know, it's resonating with people. People are hungry for, you know, more tokens, more signature type items, more branding products. Uh, but yeah, I mean, one, you're 15 years old, not to minimize or negate what your capabilities are, because the fact that you've already spearheaded this is unbelievable. Um, but you know, is this something that's generally done on the business end between you and your mom, or do you have people who are actually working with or for you outside of that? It's me, my mom, and my dad. We uh, we really do it all ourselves. I come up with a lot of the ideas. We um, go over the shirts. I pick out the colors, the vectors. My mom talks to the printers. It's just, and my dad, he helps a lot, and it's just a big family thing. We don't really have anyone else of course, we have like you, of course, helping us spread my message and get me out there. But other than that, it's just us. Okay. Well, for now, for now, because I mean, obviously, you're, you know, go big or go home type of uh, mindset here. Visionary. You're truly a visionary, Miller. So, you know, you probably get as jazzed as I do going into a new year. And, you know, a lot of people, they get caught up in, in New Year's resolutions. I don't subscribe to New Year's resolutions because the things that I get jazzed about, I'm jazzed 365 days a year. But knowing that that's a time on the calendar where it's really reinvigorating and you're writing out what your goals are of the upcoming year. You know, what do you see for yourself? What do you see for your business? What do you see in terms of additional impact, uh, you know, different additional platforms and vehicles to get your message out? What do you envision for 2019? What else is in the tank? What else are you getting jazzed about? Uh, where are you seeing this go? 2019, I really just want to get it out there and get more people aware about the work that matters because it's, you know, it's kind of new. Not a whole lot of people know about it. So, I really just want to spread that out there. I want to get it in more stores. Mm -hmm. And it's not it's definitely not about selling t-shirts. I just want to spread my message. I want Absolutely. to let people know because we the people that the shirts are for, they're just not getting the um, recognition they deserve. We're making the celebrities the big heroes when it's really the firefighters and stuff, like the people that are working day in, day out to help us and I hope these shirts really mean something to people, whether it, you're in that occupation or you're a wife or a husband of someone that does that. I just want these shirts to have meaning for people. Well, you touched upon a couple things. So I've got a couple simultaneous thoughts, and I'm hoping I don't lose them here. So, you know, somebody of your age uh, bracket, Miller, we know gets really enamored by celebrity status, Hollywood, you know, all the A-listers. Um, you know, whether it be on YouTube videos, whether it be musicians, pop artists, things of that nature. Uh, so 
you know, what do you say to people who are within your age range who you're wanting to like shift their mindset a little bit to go, you know what, why, why are we putting our, all our focus and attention? Why is it that we're completely enamored? And in some cases for the wrong reasons, because there's a lot of people who are very successful with their branding, but there's not a lot of substance behind their messaging. I really just say like, if you think about it, like, um, say like a big singer or something, yeah, they make great music and they, uh, you love to sing along to or something, but they're not really, um, doing like a police officer. They're not going out there. They're not stopping crime or getting people off the streets that don't need to be there. I just kind of put it in that perspective. Like these people are really doing something amazing. And then they're just kind of, you know, people love them because of the way they look or the way they sing or something. Mm -hmm. Like if they made it, if they made like a shoe or they play good basketball, but they're not, you know, out there every day making a huge difference, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so in terms of speaking engagements and things of that nature, because I think a perfect demographic of people that you would want to impart your message to and for it to really land and resonate with are kids of your own age within the school systems, you know, talking about redefining in some cases, what is a mentor? Who is somebody to so-called idolize? Uh, you know, how can you make your life matter and make decisions deliberately and on purpose for the benefit of other people doing matter that works? Have you have you connected with principals, vice principals? Have you talked to your own teachers to say, look, can we open up the auditorium? Can we make this a bit of a movement here? Because we want to get all 15 year olds and younger who are coming up to adopt this mindset so they can understand that within the uniqueness of their own gifts, uh, with their own aspirations, that regardless of age, anything is possible. But some people don't have the tools to be navigated to even think this way. Have you thought about connecting with the schools? I've recently been homeschooled, but in seventh, eighth, and um, kind of ninth grade, I have reached out to some teachers and I've talked to some principals about it and I haven't really accomplished much as in getting it out in the school. I know a few teachers have my shirts and, but other than that, I haven't really thought about like opening up the auditorium or anything. And obviously can't do that now because I'm homeschooled. But um, a lot of the kids in school, I don't think they really understand or would care about it that much. They just kind of blow it off. It doesn't really mean anything to them. So they don't really resonate with it unless they're like, obviously their parents are law enforcement or in the military, something like that, then they'll kind of maybe have a little bit of attachment to it. But other than that, the kids aren't really that supportive about it. Interesting. Well, I don't think the fact that you're being homeschooled would, would naturally preclude you from being allowed uh, because people don't know what they don't know. So the fact that you are homeschooled keeps you out of the mainstream school system and therefore these people who would have the authority to make the decision to invite you in um, you know, they may not be privy to who you are, what your message is, and how much further you could spread that message. I would go through your directory of, you know, everything in the surrounding area. I mean, start big. I mean, start small, but go big, because once your message starts to have uh, connecting the dot impact, then it becomes incrementally and momentously a larger message and more people start to get familiar with it and then you start to get on more people's radar and I'm certainly going to do my part behind the scenes to uh, you know do email introductions with other people who I know who are in global media land with podcasting and radio to get you on their platforms but in terms of what you can do logistically for where you live geographically 
uh, I would, you know, I, I seriously would reach out to the principals and vice principals and say the fact that I'm being whole, homeschooled, does that, you know, does that hinder my opportunities to still, because it's my message. It's not where I attend school that we're talking about here. It's my message. And this message definitely is one that needs to be spoken and shared with people of my age group. So people are being brought up to think about things uh, that have merit, that have credibility, that have teeth, that's going to uh, set them out on the trajectory of the rest of their life for what type of citizens they are, what type of humanitarians they are. Uh, so I wouldn't place those kinds of limitations on you, Miller. I think there's a good chance that the school systems, the public school systems or the private school systems would be very receptive to inviting you if they, if you extended that invite and uh, put yourself on their radar. We've um, actually, like, around the community, I've been in several newspapers, magazines, like, awesome. in my area. So I've definitely tried to reach out, and I'll definitely take that um, up on the school because that's a great idea, and I think it could really make a big impact. Well, and I think what you do, too, you know, when you're sending them, like, electronic correspondence email, wait till the podcast link of this show becomes available and include that with our show graphics uh, in your email correspondence to all the principals so that they, they know to what degree other people globally and internationally are taking a serious your message, right? It gives it a little bit more credibility. Um, so I would include all of that in your email introduction. Definitely. That would be a great idea, actually. Yeah. And um, so, you know, I understand that it's right now it's primarily your mom and your dad and yourself who are doing all the legwork and the heavy lifting at the front end with all of this. Uh, and I think it's quite admirable and huge success to say that your shirts are in four boutiques and in one salon and, you know, Colorado, Virginia, North Carolina. Um, how much more expansive do you think that you're going to spread this message out? I really hope we can go internationally with it and get it out everywhere. People all over will know about it. You know, you see, Right now, we're working on the logo, and when we get that out, I hope people will either see the name or the logo and just think, yeah, I know what that is. That would be so cool just to have people to know, like, people know, like, Simply Southern, for example. You see their logo or whatever, you're like, you know it. I just want that to happen with our shirts. And that will eventually happen. you got to saturate the market. Like, once it becomes embedded into people's subconscious, uh, you know, it's, it's like things from my childhood. I can remember certain logos that were put out where you wouldn't necessarily know what the product or what the, the shtick was or the, uh, you know, in today's day and age, the hashtag that was associated with it. But because we saw it over and over again, either heard on radio or on TV or said in conversation or in commercials or whatever, you know, it sticks. Branding, if done successfully, sticks and it never, ever goes away. Um, so, you know, if you could even get onto local TV as well, not to say that you haven't already and maybe that's on your to-do list. Uh, but this, I mean, people would be so impressed with not only the spirit of who you are, how you think and what it is that you're doing on a daily basis to get this message out. But, you know, I would make it work for you. You're 15 years old, just turned 15 years old. And again, happy belated birthday. Uh, but this is something that you carved out at the inception of it being a thought when you were 11 years old. 
you know, that speaks volumes. And when we talk a lot about millennials and we talk about the new generation coming up, um, you know, and, and people, there's a lot of stereotyping that goes with that, you know, lack of work ethic, they're lazy, they're complacent, they like to be spoon fed, they don't know how to speak properly, because it's all code. And it's, you know, I mean, you really define, you really dispel a lot of that. So I think, you know, there's a few different things that you could simultaneously accomplish. One, you reinforce that there's a lot of mixed messaging out there that uh, speaks to the caliber of people's mindsets in the business space, too, right? Uh, and what it is that you actually stand for and what it is that you're trademarked for is a beautiful universal message, right? And particularly as it relates to the unsung heroes, the people who are in the line of fire and crisis every single day, people saving people's lives, um, you know, people doing things to shift other people's consciousness, people really taking stock of, yeah, life is fleeting. You know, don't take life for granted. Don't take the 24 hours that we have every day for granted. Make it count and do something pivotal that's going to prop up the collective, everybody, not just me, everybody. Uh, so, I mean, you have, I don't even think you quite realize the potential here for what, how this can take off if you play with it properly. Um, and obviously your parents are very smart and they're doing everything they can to facilitate this as well for you, with you and on your behalf, Miller. Um, but I mean, have you even considered an app? Um, my parents say the same thing. I don't even know the potential of this. It's way bigger than I even know. Yes. And I completely agree because I don't think it's really kicked in yet about the whole thing. And uh, thank you, by the way, for the belated birthday. And um, we, we have been on a few TV stations. Good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're just, I don't know. I don't really realize that, I guess, how big it is or how big it can be. Uh, well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And, uh, and you know what, I love that you say that because one that really indicates your humbleness, it really, it really speaks to you really are doing this for the right reasons. It's not egoic. It's not about status. It's not about the pat on the back. It's not about impressing other people for impressing sake. It, it, it's really because you fundamentally believe in the core of this. And uh, the fact that you're taken aback and, and what I'm saying to you and, and what your parents are saying in conjunction with what I'm saying still hasn't landed for you. That just reinforces to me, Miller, you're doing it for all the right reasons. And this is why it's going to continue to be successful. This is why you are going to continue to be successful. And this is why your message for what it is you, you believe in wholeheartedly is going to resonate and impact with as many people as you have the potential to get it out to. Um, you know, pe people talk about sky is the limit. I always say beyond the sky is the limit. And I also say you have to believe it to see it. People have that in reverse order. People think, okay, well, if you give me a little proof, you know, if the universe throws me a little proof or if my coworkers or my colleagues or somebody throws me a little bit of proof, then I'll catch up to it. Then, then I'll get motivated. Then I'll get inspired. Absolutely wrong. You have to see the vision. You know, we wouldn't have light. We wouldn't have electricity. We wouldn't have vehicles. We wouldn't have anything if it didn't start with the vision that somebody had initially in their mindset. So you have to believe it to see it. You clearly believed in it. You saw it. You're still seeing it. I just don't think you see the whole magnitude of the entire picture here. And I find that both humbling and humorous, beautiful, 
and inspiring all at the same time. This is huge, Miller. So roll up your sleeves, man. You're on a ride here. I mean, you, you don't know where you're going. <laughs> Thank you so much. The, just such kind words. It really means a lot, and it definitely motivates me. Stuff like this and people supporting me, it just really gives me that extra juice to go the extra mile. Well, let's talk about this a little bit, because one of the things I do, although it's an unscripted show, it's very organic, um, but I am always interested to know, you know, some people, they have daily mantras or they have daily regimens or rituals in which to keep them in, in focused and in the here and now and really laser clear on where it is that they're going to the point where, you know, you don't get impeded or blocked by, oh, this isn't moving fast enough. People don't get this. People aren't you know, subscribing to this, uh, you know, you know, it's really about cutting all of that out, not even giving yourself permission to get deflated or discouraged by it, but just really being in the zone, really being in the flow. So some people, when I interview them, they talk about, oh, I, I, I religiously, spiritually, faithfully every day, I meditate, or I read a couple of hours, or I listen to inspirational YouTube videos, or I have a mentor, so I, I make sure I'm vigilant with scheduling my mentoring sessions to reestablish what this is all about for me and keeping me on the straight and narrow. Uh, some people it's about, and in your case, I know that the farm speaks volumes to who you are and this being really the center of it all. Um, but with it being three hours away, maybe, you know, you go for a hike, it's being out with nature and, and, and reinvigorating your senses and your mindset. So do you have a set core, uh, ritual that you adhere to and honor and incorporate into your DNA every single day? So as to make sure that you don't become your own enemy and you don't start imposing limitations on yourself. Um, my dogs, I have two dogs, and they just, they can instantly make my day better no matter what's going on. Beautiful. They're just so, I just love to go down and just petting them just makes me better. I listen to Simon Sinek on YouTube. I really uh, like him. Yes. I yep. love to listen to him speak. And riding dirt bikes, it's like my medication, just a little, just going out and riding is so fun, whether I'm going to a track or I'm just going out in the backyard and screwing around with the dogs. It's so much fun, and it instantly makes me feel better makes my day better those three things are really the main thing that just brings me back down fantastic now do you have any desire to write or blog about what you're doing have you thought about writing a book even if it's a mini book or or blogging oh uh, that has not come up actually i have a few blogs on my website about like things that are going on in the world or like um different stuff on my website there's a blog section but other than that, I haven't really recorded a whole lot. Instagram is definitely, I guess you could say, we do a lot of like videos and photos of what I'm doing that day or what's going on with shirts. Mm -hmm. So I guess that could be, an, like, but I don't know. I don't think we, I've really thought as far as a book. Okay. Have your parents thought about that? Like, do you like, not everybody likes writing. So I, I'm not trying to coerce you into saying that your message will only continue to get out there as a result of you birthing a book. But is it, you know, do you like writing? Do you, do you feel an affinity to, because there's different forms in which we can communicate our message and you're doing it right in every other aspect of space available to you and opportunity available to you. But have you thought about the written word in terms of imparting your message as well? Because there's a lot of people who really sponge up written content i've always loved english in school i really like english i love to write i've always been very good like if we have to write like a story in class i've always been really good at that i think if i really sat down i could write a 
a pretty good book about everything. Okay. Even, so that could definitely be a venture or a road I could go down. That's a good idea. I haven't really thought about that, to be honest. Yeah, you might want to think about that, especially if you like English and it comes naturally to you and you have an affinity for communicating in, in whichever way you can to, to get your message across. I would take full advantage of that. Um, you know, and that's a discipline too, right? You, people think about writing a book all the time, but it doesn't come to fruition because like you would know with everything else that you're endeavoring to do and you're, you've already accomplished and you continue to accomplish, that comes from focus, it comes from clarity, it comes from discipline. And as much as I love writing, I sometimes am not in the, the, the mood to write, but I have to write. And the more you do write, the better you become at it. The more you do your T-shirts and expand upon different ideas to get your message out there, uh, you know, the more you get in the flow with it. The more stages you get on, the more things you upload to Instagram, the more things you create content-wise for your website. Uh, you know, it's all a win-win. And so when you become heavily immersed in what it is you love, and in your case, you clearly are loving what it is you're doing, this is a win-win. And so if you continue to put in the hard work and you continue to see the vision and expand upon and build upon in your own mind the vision, then it's already out there. You've already, you've already manifested that. You just have to, in real time, in today's space, catch up to it. And every step you take, which is an actionable step, whether it be, a, you know, eventually a written blog or a book or expanding upon the T-shirt idea or getting onto as many radio podcasting platforms as possible or connecting with the schools and getting these auditoriums filled. You know what? It, it's, it, it, it's universal law. It, it, it has to happen. It will happen. It is already happening. But the momentum in which you accelerate it is up to you. Right. It can happen in five years, what you envision. It can happen in 10 years. It can be six months from now. However hardcore and invested you are, the more expedited what you want shows up. It's universal law. And there's yeah. no co there's no coincidence to any of this. You know, uh, when people talk about, oh, you know, everything is good in Miller's life, using you as an example, because I get this too, right? Um, oh, you know, everything is a bullseye for Miller. You know, everything Miller wants or aspires to do, it's a resounding yes. It's a bullseye. He's on global radio. He's doing interviews and stuff like that. People have no idea what goes on behind the scenes. You know, the people who don't respond, the people who resist the message, uh, people who... Um, say thanks but no thanks or the people who you've got to hound and be relentless like for, for some of the people who I've showcased on my show you know they want to know how serious you're willing to hustle they get sought out all the time like the Deepak Chopras and the Damon Johns from Shark Tank went after them for years I let them know I was serious so you know it's it's not feeling defeated when you don't get the immediate response or the gratification for what it is that you are hungry for so that's my message Miller you go 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 don't let anyone get in your way. Don't even let yourself trip yourself up. We all have bad days. We all feel discouraged. We all sometimes, as type A people or manifestors, we think this isn't happening fast enough. I'm telling you, what you have already carved out at 15 years old and what specifically you've carved out, which is really indicative of old soul, really getting what it is to be a contributing member of society, what it really means to pay it forward and to be of service. You are so on the right track. I hope you understand this. In every which way, you are so on the right track. 
thank you so much. I don't even know what to like, how to respond to that. It's just so you're so nice and so supportive. It's amazing. Well, I, I believe it. So Miller, I, I, you know what? This isn't being nice. This isn't all, you know, Lisa's giving lip service. I am so impressed with you. Um, you know, it, it's just what you're doing, why you're doing it, how you're doing it. Um, the fact that you're committed to ongoingly doing it and you are a staunch believer of this inside and out. And see, this is the attractor factor, Miller. People will only believe in you to the degree that they can tell energetically and congruently and authentically that you believe in yourself. Very clearly, you believe in yourself. 11 years old and you're chasing this because you want to, you know, the message of what your great grandfather and your uncle did day in and day out and knowing that that carries over to the unsung heroes just like them of what people do every day to pay it forward people who don't make the news people who don't get interviewed on podcasts or radio but are, are actually agents of change <coughs> excuse me you're doing great thank you so much and uh like you said about the work ethic and stuff i'm very impatient about like a lot of things i guess that's just being young i'm just an impatient person so like when it comes to like messaging people, like I just want to message more and more um, to just get it out there because one person doesn't respond. I'm like, all right, this isn't working. So I just, it just drives me to, you know, on Facebook or Instagram um, showing even more people. Well, you're doing all the right things. I see, I'm so fired up. I'm having a coughing fit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and that doesn't happen on radio, but, um, no, I, I believe in you. And I, I think if it sounds like I'm crying, I'm not crying. It's my throat. You just keep doing what you're doing and you do it day in and you do it day out. And the results will continue to show up, Miller. They'll continue to show up. So I, I stress that you, uh, I impress upon you sincerely. Go after all the people. Even if you think, okay, well, why would I be a good fit for schools? Because I'm being homeschooled or, you know, look at people whose uh, branding or messaging is aligned with yours. They might have a different hashtag. They might have a different trademark, but they're doing the same stuff that you are in your space. Go after them. See if you can partner with them. You can collaborate with them. You know, like sometimes it's it's not just doing everything solo, but it's looking at other people who have the same thirst, the same hunger, who ha are on fire, who have engagement who have followers, who have subscribers, who have like a, a really compelling message. See how you can like maybe shave some time off of all of this, doing it solo and go look like maybe we can do something together. Yeah, definitely. That sounds great. Actually, I would love to do that. Um, in all your research, is there anybody who you know of that is your age who's kind of doing similar things, even if it's with a different message or a different brand? Um, not off the top of my head. I don't think so. Okay. I, think. I, I would do some research on, you know, teenagers who are trademarked or teenagers who are in the humanitarian space or teenagers, you know, anything in the search that speaks to doing things that matter or unsung heroes. I would do some research on things that are very specifically aligned with what it is you're doing and reach out to these people. Find yeah, out definitely. what, find out what their platforms are. Find out if they're like because there's there's like teenager podcasters out there. Have you thought of being a podcaster? 
Um, I have not. I'm definitely into podcasts. Like, uh, there's a lot of motocross ones. I listen to those, and um, I listen to a lot of stuff on YouTube like that. So it's definitely coming to my mind a little bit. I think. What about you being hosting your own podcast? Have you ever thought of that? Um, I I don't know. Maybe I think I could do it. I think I probably wouldn't be too bad at it. I'm done a lot of radio on like um, 107.5 KZL and stuff. Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm getting better at it, but I'm still not that great at it. I get nervous a little bit about it, but okay, shoot. I'm gonna dial you back on this because the 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 way in which you language your with yourself is key. Right. It's more key than how your mom would language with you, how your dad would language with you, how a customer buying your shirt languages with you, because no matter the support that you've got in your tangible, tangible sphere and within your family. And I'm so happy for the you that you have that because a lot of people don't. Uh, a lot of people are doing what they're doing very much on their uh, alone uh, and feeling very much alone doing it. But at the end of the day, you are in your own head 24 seven. And sometimes we trip ourselves up because we're supposed to be our number one fans. But most people, unfortunately, they become their number one critic. They become their number one naysayer. They start, like, doubting themselves. And that's poison. You can't let that happen. So, you know, I know you're humble. And I know a lot of people, they worry about coming across as, you know, sometimes confidence gets misconstrued for being a narcissist. Not true. Not true. And it can't be that when you, you're doing what you're doing and you're doing it based on what you're doing and what you're doing is all about. So, you know, when we're talking about what I just said about podcasting as an example, yes, stepping into the arena of doing anything unfamiliar or unknown, it, it can cause trepidation. It can cause angst. It can cause like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I could do that. Um you know, if it's something, I'm not suggesting this is something you have to do, but for whatever it is that enters the realm of uh, contemplation or consideration on your part in your life, if there's something speaking to you or there's something that's calling you, even if it's expanding upon the business you already have in existence, you know, you got to listen to that inner voice and don't quash it and don't talk yourself out of it. When people say, well, why me? Whether it be my mentoring clients, I say, well, why not you? Right. Why do you not have the right to shine? Why do you not have the right to use your gifts, your talents, your message, your branding, your whatever to go fly, to go soar? I mean, it's a miracle for everybody who's actually here on this planet. It is a miracle. And to do something purposeful and with conviction to make your time on this planet matter uh, you know, I, th I think that's our due diligence. I believe that's our responsibility. I don't, you know, just wafting through life aimlessly thinking, okay, you know, like, uh, you know, like figure it out, people go figure out why you believe you're here. And generally speaking, it is to create something, call it a movement, call it a shift, call it elevating consciousness. And that comes through with products and services or an idea or a brand or something trademarked, a book, whatever. But that's all under the umbrella of paying it forward and being of service. So I really encourage you when you're opening up your your imagination, Miller, to in, uh, allow things to be welcomed in by you, to embrace things. So if you get this nuance or this idea and you're not quite sure, why did that come to me? Or why, why do I keep thinking about this over and over again? Like, why is this something that, what's the universe telling me? I'm saying respond to it. 
and, and do it in such a way that you, of course I can do this. I mean, look at what I've already done from 11 years old to 15 years old. I've trademarked this phrase, do work that matters. I've got t-shirts. I'm being interviewed by different people. I mean, I'm sure there was at some point when that all started to, uh, at the very beginning, the inception of all of that, I'm sure there was a part of you that thought, well, why me? Like, who's going to buy my t-shirts? Like, what, what does this, like, you know, why do I think I should be doing this? And why should my message matter? Why should anybody take me seriously? You, if you even had those doubts, you plowed through it. You believed in it enough so that you got over whatever adversity or challenges or obstacles you were met with that came in your pathway. Am I correct? I definitely had that in my mind, but I just kind of put it to the side and was like, put positive thoughts in there. I was like, yeah, people are going to love this. People hopefully... Um, you know, like there's so many people out there in the world that are going to resonate with these shirts and they're going to have something that like, it means something to them. They're going to like them and they're going to want them. And hopefully I can spread my message and hopefully change something in the world. I want to make a difference. I don't want to be here. Like you said, aimlessly walking through life. I want to make a difference in the world. Okay. Then I would really fine tune how you're saying that you're not, I hope I make a difference own it. You are making a difference. I am making a difference. People are buying my t-shirts. People will continue to buy my t-shirts. People, my message, my message is going to resonate with everyone. Again, you've got to believe it to see it. So when your language becomes so emphatic, it's a non-negotiable, right? Again, it's, it's what you're doing in real time. That's going to catch up to the vision of what you hold for yourself. It will happen. But, you know, you, it's and I'm not suggesting that you're being wishy-washy in your language, but I think this is what trips people up. People, they're not as emphatic with their speaking, which is emphatic with manifesting, which is manifatic, uh, emphatic with visualizing. The more succinct you are in how you dialogue with yourself and then you emit that out into the rest of the world when you're having a conversation with your mother or you're having a conversation with your father or you're having a conversation through email with the schools and the principals that you're going to reach out to, you know, my message does matter. My message has meaning. My message is landing. My message is resonating. You know, you gotta be, you've got to be your number one fan. And the more you convince people of like, wow, this guy's on fire. This guy totally knows what's going on. This guy totally believes in himself so much so that I would be remiss if I didn't believe in him myself or if I didn't check him out or if I didn't like get to know him better or I didn't go buy his shirt. I mean, you know, that's the attractor factor. People who sense confidence, again, not to be misconstrued with narcissism because it's not. You you just keep saying like whatever I hope. No, I am. I will right? It's a, it's a done deal. You've got to believe in yourself. It is a done deal. And then it all shows up and it all aligns. And then before you know it, the right people show up, the right opportunities show up. And and that's what people oftentimes make reference to as coincidence. There's no coincidence. The energy that you're putting out there is what gets on other people. That's the frequency you're sending out to other people. And people go, oh my gosh, like this is what we talk about with vibe attracting tribe. There are so many tribe members out there that need to connect with you. Miller, but they need to hear your message and they need to hear it stronger, right? Vibrationally, you got to send that message out there stronger. I hope I'm making a difference. No, I am making a difference. You are Miller, own it. Thank you so much. And that definitely makes a lot of sense. I, sh- I need to start using that type of language. And I think it'll help with me too, because like 
yeah, I am going to make a difference. And that's kind of motivation to back, back it up. You know, like I can't just say that and then not back it up. I need to go do. And you are doing. And again, I hope I make it. I am making a difference, but you're going to continue to ongoingly make a difference, right? But you already are making a difference. Don't get tripped up by, you know, like, you know, people look at other people's like content and, and, you know, some people like Gary Vaynerchuk and all these other people, they've got millions and millions of people following me. Don't get caught up in the numbers. Don't get caught up in the analytics. I mean, yes, that plays an important part and it's how we sometimes measure the barometer of, of, okay, where is my message landing? Where is the trackability that's associated with it? But don't misconstrue stats with knowing emphatically that you are making a difference and that your message is getting out there. You've just got to continue to expand that limitless net of that message getting out to everybody. So when people hear Miller Browning speak and Miller Browning is saying, I am making a difference. You know, I am here to recognize the unsung heroes. I am here. This is my purpose. This is, you know, I am compelled to do this. I am so staunchly clear on what it is I'm aspiring to do because these people do need to be recognized. These people are in fact making a difference. And the fact that you're the person putting the magnifying glass on that, you know, that speaks volumes about you, right? Really what you stand for is the projection of of making everybody else stand out, making everybody else's contributions be recognized and known and appreciated and valued and respected. Um, you know, go to the firefighters, these unsung heroes. Like, are you connecting with every person who or demographic that you deem to be an unsung hero? Are you going to the police? Are you going to the military? Are you going to the EMS? Are you are you going to all the farmers or all the, the unionized farming, I don't know, groups, like all these groups on Facebook? Are you getting into as many, many uh, avenues as you can for who you deem? To be um, the unsung heroes? I'm doing exactly that. I'm going out to awesome. fires, firefighters, uh, the police station stuff. I bring shirts. I bring pizza. I've been to EMS stations. Um, obviously, I haven't been to many farmers. I have my Uncle Eddie and stuff I go to, and he's got a shirt. And I go out all over the place, and I give out shirts. We go to the military, like the recruiting offices. We just went to the Coast Guard like two days ago and brought them shirts. Fantastic. And we're not making much profit right now. But we're still giving back, and 10% of all profits are obviously going to go into the community and hopefully farther than the community to help um, local places that need it. Like um, the fire station needs something, hopefully we can contribute to that. Or, um, you know, the police needs something for the canine unit, hopefully we can contribute to that. But I um, have been going out and giving back, so as much as I can right now. Amazing. So a couple of things, too, in terms of just not uh, not just interfacing with these people and making these connections and establishing who you are with them uh, in your recognition of them being unsung heroes. But they would all have newsletters. I would get in their newsletters. They also firefighters and police, you know, every year they do generally some kind of drive around Christmas time. You know, kids who are disenfranchised, uh, people who are impoverished, don't have a lot of money. Let's give a kid a toy, you know, try and, and get into those types of events, uh, you know, try and, and be in work in collaboration with them. 
to support. Like, this is what unsung heroes do. This is what unsung heroes do. They don't only respond to crisis emergency situations and try to save your life. But in addition to that, they're trying to also save the souls and the spirits of people who are in the have-not sector of humanity, the people who aren't necessarily going to be guaranteed to have a toy for their child underneath the Christmas tree or however they celebrate the oh. holidays, you know. So I would try to get into these kinds of events and initiatives, uh, their fundraising events, get in their newsletters. Um, you know, if they've got an event that they've been asked to speak to, ask if you can partner with them with their scheduled guest speaking events. Right. Well, I actually have been doing that. I sponsored a table for uh, Brendan McDonough. He's a firefighter at the Hot Shots. I sponsored a table there for some first responders. I had a food drive. I raised a thousand pounds of food and for people and pets. And it was like a, an adoption fair kind of thing. People could come and get pets or drop off pet food. Um, so I've been getting into it. There's also the Angel Tree at my local fire department that I go and we bring a lot of gifts every year to help kids in need like the kids that are asking for like socks or um clothes and stuff we try and get those because they're really it just kind of breaks your heart you know they're asking for underwear so we try and give back as much as possible in that respect well and that's beautiful but you know what this is the stuff that that I would be in all your correspondence going forward or when you're getting interviewed on radio like this, uh, you bring these topics of what your contributions are to the forefront. I had to dig deep thinking it was maybe a suggestion for something that you hadn't already incorporated into your uh, business model, but also who you are as a, as a good spirited human being. I wouldn't have known those things. You know what I mean? Don't be scared to say that this is what you do to pay it forward and to be of service and why you yourself are an unsung hero. I want to hear all of your contributions. I want to hear what you're doing to give back to humanity. Uh, And I want to hear you be the one to very proudly, again, not narcissistically, but very confidently say, you know what, I am walking my talk. And I am the living, breathing example of somebody who does support and endorse and get behind the people who do this all the time in our society, so much so that this is my level of contribution to humanity. This is, you know, if people want to call me an unsung hero, then that's great. I'm not doing it for titles or for labels or for status. But yeah, these are my, this is my tribe. Vibe attracts tribe. And so outside of what my unsung heroes of my community are doing, this is what I am also doing to be part of the collective. This is my contribution to society. So I'm glad that you voluntarily shared all the things that you have graciously and generously done because I wouldn't have known that. You got to sell, you got to let that be known. Definitely. Got to let that be known because that's good stuff. And you know what? People listening to this, Miller, you know, when 15-year-olds go, well, I'm 15 years old. What could I possibly do? What could I possibly do to give back? Um, You know, they may not be aware of the different examples or the ways in which that they can, but they hear you say what it is that you're doing and what you continue to do. You know, it becomes the domino effect. It becomes inspirational. You become the unsung hero to these people because you've now 
given them insight as to how they themselves can propel the trajectory of all of humanity and really feeling a responsible and inherent responsibility to the due diligence of all of humanity. Um, so don't be afraid to sing your own praises for all the things that you do do to give back, because by doing so, someone else is going to respond to that. Someone's going to listen to that. They're going to have a light bulb epiphany moment, and they're going to go, well, if Miller can do that at 15 years old, I can do that at 15 years old. But listen, my friend, we're getting close to having to wrap up here. So I want to give you the opportunity to let all the listeners and the podcast subscribers know once again where they can find you, where they can connect with you, and where they can get behind your initiatives and, and seek you out for radio interviews, podcast interviews, uh, get on their stages in their local communities. How can people find you, Miller? Our website is zeroethatmatters.us. You can just look up that up and click on it. And then all our social media, we have Facebook, Instagram, uh, we're on LinkedIn. We're trying to get out wherever we can. It's just do work that matters. You just look that up, and we should pop right up. And my name is Miller Browning, so it should be as the name. It shouldn't be hard to find. And Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so well, much for having me on. It's been well, an amazing thank time. you. Thank you. It's been an honor. It's been a privilege. And you're one of my unsung heroes. And I just want to say keep shining, my friend. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing it day in and day out. Uh, you know, it's tireless work. I understand it. You don't always see immediate results. You don't always feel like you're making impact or whatnot, but you are, you are keep doing what you're doing and don't be anyone other than you because you are beyond beautiful and perfect. Just the way you are. You keep shining, I, my friend. I appreciate everything you're doing for me and all the amazing things you said. Thank you so much and have a nice rest of the day. Well, you too, Miller. Love to you and the family. And to the loyal listeners, I want to thank you once again for taking time out of your day, for joining me, Lisa McDonald, here on Living Fearlessly. Looking forward to doing this again next Friday with another phenomenal guest. My job, my purpose, very clear on it, is to uplift you to fear less and to live more. Take care and all my best. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio thanking you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules to tune in to another fantastic weekly episode of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Another shout out of wholehearted gratitude to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald's corporate sponsors, Halton Honda, Forever, and Aha That. Your reviews, clicks, shares, downloads, feedback, and testimonials are always appreciated. Lisa's purpose and mission is to uplift you to fearless and to live more. To appear as a prospective guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald or to connect with Lisa regarding her suite of products and services, you can reach Lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. And until next week, our fearless friends, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio telling you to be your own hero, be your own hero, be your own leader, and be your own best friend. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.